So we are to the point in the podcast, which is really weird to say that we are starting to revisit some listener questions. Um, we did cover this listener question in the past, and <laughs> I think maybe, I don't know, three quarters of the way into the episode, we realized this. Um, so we just wanted to give a little PSA and let you know that this episode was covered slightly before it was episode 53 to spread or not to spread or spread on because we're we're probably went a little bit sexual sexual innuendo on it let's not we're children we're two years old (laughs) we we are we are children um but we wanted to just open up this episode with acknowledgement that we have covered this topic before but we wanted to really i don't know come full circle with a question and actually answer exactly what the listener question was. So we get more in depth about spreads, um, which ones that we use, um, which ones that we find useful. Um, Another PSA here is like, you don't have to memorize positional meanings for the love of God. Don't do that to yourself. There's so many tarot spreads out there. There's enough memorization to go around. You don't need to memorize positional meanings of a spread. Um, So Keep that in mind as you listen to this episode, and I don't know what we're going to call it, but more on spreads, and we're probably going to do this more with, uh, you know, different episodes because we've still got a lot to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. We babble. <laughs> Welcome to Card Slingers, coming to you coast to coast. Hi, I'm Jamie L. Ford from Portland, Oregon, representing the West Coast. I'm Melissa Sonova, speaking to you from the Midwest here in St. Louis. And I'm Hillary, the New Yorker. We're going to talk about what we like about the cards. And what we don't like. What we're learning. And what we're teaching. It's all about slinging them cards. We have another listener question, and it's about spreads. Um, Yeah, it's Hillary. I'm taking the wheel this time around and leading this episode because I'm feeling a little snarky. And also this listener question is related to spreads. So, and also I'm an author now, so I do what I want. I am the talent, goddammit. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> you Jamie, are. I just want to ask, how long has this uh, question been kicking around? And yeah. <laughs> um for at least two years or so. Oops. Yeah, yeah. We, well, it's one of those <laughs> things where, you know, when we when we go to record, it it all depends. Sometimes we're like, yeah, let's tackle a question. Yeah, let's not. So I think this one's been around for mm-hmm. at least, yeah, at least 2021. Two. Oh, thank Sorry you. about that. Or, yep, thank <laughs> but thank yep. you for your patience, listener. Um, and I don't know if we have permission or not to share your name, so we won't. But this is a listener question. And if it's your question, then here's our answer. So, hi there. I am brand new to tarot and I am confused about spreads. I feel like you can go to Pinterest and find millions of spreads. Yes. Yeah, you can. (laughs) But I also so many spreads. I think that's going to be the name of the episode. So many spreads. Um, But I also feel like sometimes they get in the way of the actual message of the cards. I can't keep track of what each position of the spread is. And then the meanings of the of meanings of the cards and the reversals. It's just so much. So my question is, what are the spreads you guys use? And how do you determine which to use for each client? And I think you think you put down my little formula in there um mm-hmm. 
so thank you for that. But um, we'll get to the formula uh, in a few minutes. But yeah, I agree with you, listener. It uh, It's so many spreads, too many spreads. And um, <laughs> do I use spreads in my readings for clients? And how do I determine that? Um, yes and no. Um, <laughs> I'm, and I think, we've, have we done an episode on the Celtic cross? We have, right? I yeah, I can't remember. Have. I think we have. Okay. So Amanda's, Amanda saying yes. And I love that you're using ASL. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to interject yeah. here because I kind of look at Amanda as one of our lore keepers to use that term where I know that she's listened to many of the episodes at least twice, sometimes more. And um, so, you know, in a way it's like, you know, now that we kind of have our little gallery behind us, you know, it's great because she can, you know, like let us know that, yes, we've discussed something and no. So I love that we have our own very little Carslinger's Test- lore keeper after four years. All, all. Oh, I see. I see all what you're doing. All, yep, all. A-L-L, all, okay. all of the episodes. Um, so, you know, Amanda can get on on top of us and let us know what episode that is for the Celtic Cross um, if you want to. And we'll share that in the show notes about the Celtic Cross. Um, but I'll use, and I know like this is talking tarot tea here. There are two main spreads that I will use with clients. One of them, actually three. Um, one of them is like the classic three card spread. And I I have pulled out my own damn book to reference here um, because I have plenty of information about that in how to read tarot. But like I've got a chapter on the basic three card spread and how malleable and flexible it is it really can be and sometimes you can use a three card spread with no positions defined whatsoever and still have it be very very useful um or you can put the positions where you want it to be i mean there's the classic past present future um there is let's see what else choice three card spread you know where you can choose option a option b option mm-hmm. c um, what to hold on to, what to let go of, how to take action. So like you can really use the three card spread and like make it whatever you need it to be. So I'll do that with clients. Um, then there's another one that I do with clients that it's like kind of like a five card spread or a six card spread where I'll just line up three cards on the top, two at the bottom, or I'll pull six cards, three li- three cards at the top, three cards at the bottom. And I won't assign any positional meanings and just read the cards as they are kind of in a line going from the uh the past or the the near present or the near past to possible future outcome and then the third one I'll use is the Celtic cross and people read Celtic cross differently again that's part mm-hmm. of the reason why I'm saying like go back to the Celtic cross episode um if you're you know, wondering about spreads and too many spreads. Like I like to use the Celtic cross because it's a great snapshot of what's going on in the client's life, especially for a question that has a lot of different, I don't know, spider webs (laughs) associated with it. Like you pull on the thread here and your love life's affected. Like you might be doing a reading about career, but like, you know, that the career is affecting like everything. So that's when you'll do a Celtic cross spread and be like, okay, well, here's the snapshot and here's what's being affected by this like base center of the web issue. 
So those are the three I'll really use. And how do I know when to use it? Um, I will ask my client if they're a little bit familiar with tarot, or I'll ask them, you know, like, what are you looking to do in this reading? Do you have a lot of questions? If they have a lot of questions, I'll use either three card or my five card. And if they have one big, one or two big questions that have a lot of like, moving parts to it that, you know, tug on the web here, you're going to be affected over here, then I'll use a Celtic cross. So that's like my quick and dirty, but like there's a chapter on the Celtic cross in my book as well, um, both 11 card and 10 card. So like, if you use the significator, this is what you'll do. And if you don't use a significator, this is what you'll do. I tend not to. And we have an episode on that too, right? (laughs) Significators? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, I, lo- I love that, oh. you, that you have all this, you know, um, oh, preference. Episode 37, episode 37 listener feedback is the Celtic Cross episode. So thank you, Panda. Yay. No, I, I love that you have a standard set because I agree. I think that a, a inter- I'm going to say beginner slash intermediate, but I think this is more intermediate folks. It's good to have mm-hmm. one to three spreads that you can kind of generally start pattering readings or working with. And the reason why I say that is because there are so many spreads. At the beginning of my own uh, tarot journey back when I was 13, they they slammed me with the Celtic cross. So you have 10 positions that you need to memorize. <laughs> That's a lot. That's, That's a, a lot. lot. That's a lot for a beginner. And then, like, as you say in your listener feedback, you know, you have to know the meanings of cards upright and upside down. And yeah, that's a lot. You know, 78 times 78 is a lot of meanings. Plus, then you got to relate it back to each position, right? You know, it's it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy what some people think a beginner can can do. But in, in the beginning, it's it's, for me, it's like stick. Don't do more than three cards as a beginner. You know, if you want to quit. I mean, if you're, there's been, there's been a couple of people that have been coming to me for like help in readings and I'll Mm -hmm. do that sometimes. Like I'll do a tarot tutoring session if that's what people want. Um, As long as it's their reading, like I want to be very, very clear about that. Like don't take your readings from other readers and bring it to me for my interpretation. I'm going to be real annoyed about that. Um, But if it's like, if you're using this, the cards yourself and you want a little bit of expert help, like I'm happy to do that. But uh, like at least two people that have come to me lately wanting that kind of tarot tutoring session have been using the Celtic cross and I'm just like ambitious. Okay. You know, and I'm just like, you know, you don't have to use the Celtic cross and that, you know, two, two card combos, three card spreads are just as vital, just as useful, really my bread and butter, you know, and, um, but they wanted to use the Celtic cross and they wanted to, to utilize it. And I'm just like, Hey, you know what, if you want to skip over that and go right to the Celtic cross and you're comfortable, go right ahead. Yep. It's okay. Like take this with a very big grain mm-hmm. of salt that we're just like, Celtic cross is not for beginners. It's just like, if you're a beginner and you feel comfortable with it, like go for it. We're talking from an experience where yeah. it was just like, when we were learning, it was shoved down our throats. Yeah. And we were just like, in order to be a real reader, I have to learn this fucking huge Celtic cross. And I didn't want that. I mean, even now I only use a modified seven card, six to seven card version of that, because in my private practice, you know, an hour long, 
I don't like to throw, well, I, I don't like to overwhelm clients with a lot of cards. So I don't go over five to six cards in an hour long session. I want to go deep into what's going on. So I have a standard, you know, thing of, I have a, I have a book of 30, no more than 30 spreads. And I know that sounds like a lot, but if you know what I do in my practice, which is I help people get from point A to B, clearing the clutter and getting what they need, I have um, them categorized as like general spreads, goal-oriented spreads, health slash spiritual spreads, money spreads, and romance type spreads. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when we talk in a session, I spend five to 10 minutes, you know, asking, well, if they've seen me before, we do homework first, we talk about their homework, how it went. And then I say, what do you want to talk about today? I have my own ideas in my private practice. Like we talked about this last time. And then maybe I say, you know, here's a spread. But if my client says, I don't want to talk about that today, I have something else. I can easily Mm. switch into what they want to do. And I either pull another spread that we can interview. Basically, I show them that spread and say, what, how does this sound? Or if they don't like it in my back of my brain, I'm coming up with a client focus spread that may or may not be something that you can find in like any of the the thousand like I love the thousand and one spreads book. I bought that in hardback and the digital copy. But you know mm-hmm. it's it's is that know, the one that had the deck with it or no? Uh, no, this is the green deck. This is or the green book. It's it's um a thousand and one spreads basically. And yeah there's a, there's a that. deck. There's a deck as well called the thousand I think it's called like a thousand and one oh, spreads. The spread deck. Yeah, the spread deck. So there's a bunch of decks out there that you can shuffle the cards and create a spread on the fly. I know of three that are out there right now and I'll put those in the show notes. But no, this yeah. is just and some a of book them are out of <laughs> some of them are out of print. So sorry yeah. about that. Some of the decks are out of print. Like the yeah. one that I have is I think uh Tierney Tierney Sadler's. Yeah, yeah, the Llewellyn um, deck. There's one by Llewellyn. There's one that was a small press that went through, um, uh, I can't remember what publishing house. And then there's uh, Kimberly Sands deck, the Spread Machines ter- uh, deck, Ooh. which is, it, it's it's got a full, I can't remember how many came in the original package, but there's also two or three expansion editions. And I've got that sitting on a shelf behind me. That's fun to play It's great. With. Yeah. Because you can great. be as creative as you want to be with that structure and even like create your own structure, but like knowing how to create a spread and like where mm-hmm. you're placing the cards can also be significant. Like if like if you place a card above, is that crowning the situation or is it message from mm-hmm. higher self? That's that's how I read the Celtic Cross, uh, that position, by the way. Um, not everybody does. So everyone's going to have their own positional meaning. But I also want to stress, since there's so many spreads out there, you don't have to memorize spreads. You can use a book for that. And you're not like, I don't expect anyone to memorize. Well, I mean, I've memorized the Celtic Cross only because I've used it for, for so many times that I have memorized it. But like, like, don't feel intimidated by having to memorize the positions yeah like uh, amanda's saying in the chat put them in the notes on your phone mm-hmm. like you don't you don't have to memorize what the positions mean you can use the book for it or you yeah. can use the cheat sheet for it but it's just like but you're still valid if you haven't memorized the positional well, like like i meaning. said in my yeah in my private practice <laughs> i pull up the pdfs i even send those spreads to my clients so they have it when they get their download you know and stuff 
And, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, but in my personal practice, yeah, that's when so many spreads gets, you know, kind of gets addicting and collective, you know, where, you know, you know, like for, um, let's see here as we're recording this. So like for, um, 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 Valentine's Day is coming up, right? There's going to be so Mm -hmm. many love spreads, so many, you know, like Valentine's Day specific spreads that you can do on your own or with a partner or, you know, uh, just to pick up the vibe of the romance stuff. Yeah, Yeah, there's going to be so many new spreads coming out that may see similar to a lot of the other spreads that have been published. And that's fine, too. I mean, like, I've got, you know, Instagram, I've got Twitter, I've got social media, And if I see somebody that's doing a Valentine's Day spread that, like, hits me for that particular moment, I can be like, ooh, yeah, self-love, I need that, wink. And then I'll I'll maybe use that and document it in both my tarot journal, where I keep my own personal readings, or, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe I'll modify that and, you know, create it out of my, you know, something new that fits my needs. But yeah, you can put them on your phone, you can put them on your computer, you can share them with your clients. And yeah, then, spread, you know, share and, share the spreads. Yeah. <laughs> and there's just there, oh wait, I mean, mm-hmm. have we done an? I feel like we've done a spreads episode too. Oh my goodness! Because well, didn't we, we didn't have. we name it Spreadum? Yeah, we did an early episode called Spreadum where we kind of talked about, um, um, you know, like some different spreads, ones. yeah, different ones. But I think what I like about this listener's question is what other spreads we use and how do we determine which use for the client, you know, and that, you know, for me, it's like, I talk to my clients, I I inter- I show them, hey, this is something like I have one that's called, um, let's see here, where's one of the ones I created? Um, I created one for a, uh, a client and then I'm using this in my arsenal called Recognizing Patterns. And this is um, I, when I do this, I title it, I title the spread and then I, the, I created this in 2020. So I have mm-hmm. a copyright on it when I, you know, send it out to a person. If I'm using somebody else's spread, I will again, share the a name. Tribute. Yeah. A tribute. Yeah. Let copyright it to them and put their email on the bottom or their mm-hmm. uh, website or, you know, attribute on the bottom. But for me, when I'm doing mine, you know, I, I do the same thing. So I, I gave it a description, identify a pattern where you are in the cycle and a way to break free from it. And mm-hmm. in this case, it's a um, a counterclockwise one, two, three, four. So four cards Ooh. going counterclockwise. And I did this because, you know, usually cycles are four, but we're trying to recognize and break it. And so that me, you know, it's like we're backward, we're reverse engineering it. So the mm-hmm. first card is, what do I need to know right now? Because love I need that. To, you know, love that you, question all the time. I yeah. use that question. It's a what snapshot. Do I, need to know? I look at that question. <laughs> what do I need to know right now? It's a snapshot in time. You're trying to figure out what the situation is going on. Maybe what is the pattern? What is, you know, what, where's the, you know, why is this secular? Right. Mm-hmm. And then the second one. So we're going counterclockwise, the card to the left. So the number one's at top, number two's to the left. Where am I in the cycle? Now, once mm. you identify that pattern, that number one is that situation, we can kind of talk about, you know, reverse engineering. Where is this in the cycle? Number mm-hmm. three is what am I missing? Because sometimes oh, when oh, you need, oh. what you need to know is, you know, sometimes people are like, yeah, I already knew that. So what am I missing is that bit of information that maybe will help us break or change that pattern. You know, it's like, look, it's like, um, it's a bitch slap. 
It is. It's a bitch slap, but it's also like the, the the wheel of fortune card where if you know you're in patterns, you know, you're spinning on this wheel uncontrollably. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, right? What comes up goes down and vice versa. But if you take yourself off the wheel and put yourself in the middle, you can see the pattern. And so this third card, what am I missing? Is that, you know, putting yourself in the middle of the wheel of fortune going, oh, I can see exactly when my mood swings down or when I think I'm going up. And that, you know, again, that's that's that shift, that key to figuring out mm-hmm. how to break free from that cycle. And number four is how can I resolve this pattern? So once you mm-hmm. know what you're missing, sometimes that last one can tell you, can give you a clue to uh, literally like, oh, I need to do this instead of this, or I need to, yeah. you know, switch my thinking, or I need an ally or, 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 you know, any opportunity. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned about, um, like talking about the wheel of fortune, like you can create your own spreads. And that's something that I learned from Barbara Moore from one of the classes mm-hmm. that I took from her in like Reader's Studio. But I think she has an entire book on the subject. Yeah, but like, yeah, tarot take spreads. the tarot, great book. take the tarot and, you know, like take what what the symbols are in the tarot card or like what you're seeing or the pattern, again, patterns um, that you're seeing and like create your own spread. Like I created a spread um, based on the tower card, which I know sounds a little scary, probably. But um, I took that and I used it um, as like a diagnostic tool for spell casting in my class uh, using tarot using tarot for spell work. And one of them, because there's like four components to a spell, I'm not going to go into all of it, but I took the, basically the four components of a spell and I turned it into four positions in that tarot spread. And then I, you know, read from there, like, this is what you need. Like, like when, when something goes wrong, like when my spell went wrong, let's take a look and let's use this tarot spread to um, to determine what went wrong. And it might have been in the four components of the spell. Like, was my intention wrong? Was my vehicle wrong? Was my energetic um, oomph wrong? Or what else? Like, I think I probably also did like, <laughs> is there something I'm missing? Like, that's a great positional meaning, you know, like, what am I missing here? Um, also, by the way, episode 50 was um, about our significators. So <laughs> in case you're doing the Celtic cross with significators, you may want to go back and listen to that episode. Yep. It's all in the show, the notes. show notes. We will we will provide to all. Um, but there's like, so I wanted to go back to the formula a little bit, which yes. actually did appear in my book. I was, I was just like, did I put the formula in my book? Oh my God, I hope I did. Um, but it is, it's on page 86 of my book. Um, but it's if you're using a spread, how would you then interpret the positional meanings of that card in the spread? And it would be card interpretation plus the positional meaning plus the interaction of the cards, like within the context of the reading, would then equate to the total interpretation of that card within that spread. So that's my little like formula. It's not pat- patented, I'm sure. Please. I love use it, it though. I love it. It's, it's so simple where, you know, a lot of us don't think about that when we're reading cards. You know, it's, it's, you know, we just kind of go on autopilot, whether we just throw down three, three cards without positions. But when we look at the cards, 
positions come out like past, present, future or ooh, situation, uh, challenge card and resolution, you know, stuff like that. So I love that yeah. you can, you know, you use this formula where you can throw cards down first and then put them into spreads knowing the story. So that's another mm-hmm. important key is knowing the story knowing the story it's like it's it's really a storytelling vehicle and that's what i try to describe to people all the time especially people that are just like how did you know that and it's just like which is very nice it's very nice very flattering but at the same time it is this like humans are natural storytellers and that's part of the reason why tarot works so well is like it hits upon these archetypes that we're already familiar with it also shows you the stories in the pictures on the cards we were just talking before we started recording about like different decks that um are non that have non-illustrated pip cards which can be very frustrating for someone that comes from a rider weight smith reading background but it's just like but it's just like what can i read from four wands on a plain background you know i'll usually just pull back from my memory of what that image looks like in a rider weight smith deck that's just mine but there are other ways of reading that are just as valid too Totally, totally. So to recap, there are so many spreads out there. There's a lot. <laughs> you know, and, and of course you can create your own. And the thing the thing I like about having so many spreads is that there is a lot of overlap. A lot of us don't talk about like copywriting them. I mean, if they're in the book, they're kind of copyrighted, which is why like my book, Tarot Inspired Life, I had a friend that ever at that time have a very specific question. Like buying a house. So she gave me that as a spread. I'm like, oh God, this is going to be a really interesting spread for a book. It's not the romance or money spread, but I put that in because it's a good thing to have. And it's going to be very different than like some of the other spreads you find in books. But a lot of people's, you know, like our creations will be very similar. Like I might have a spread that I use on the daily that Hillary is like, oh yeah, I have that. And I call it blah. And that's okay. So when you create and share don't worry about, you know, having it overlap or having it be. Yeah, don't don't have this else. like, ah, oh, no, that's mine. Jamie's using my spread. It's just like, no, not really. And I mean, like, a lot of people will have similar ideas at the same time, but it's not about the ideas themselves. It's about the execution of the ideas. And that's always going to be unique to you. How you see that spread, how you implement that spread is going to be unique. Like Melissa has an entire book on spreads or it's very spreads based called um, Tarot Elements. I believe it's that one. Yes. Five spreads. Five spreads to reset your life. She wanted to call it something else. I know that was swearberry in nature, <laughs> like <laughs> which I appreciate. But like some of them are ba- it's based on the five elements, and that's how she created those spreads. It's just like you got something wrong with your body or your home. Like here's the spread that you would use for this, and here are the positions. You got something up with your spirit. Well, here's the here's the reading for you, and it's always going to be a little bit different because you're not going to be the same reader as Melissa mm-hmm. or Jamie or myself or Panda or Bo or John or Teresa or Nancy or, yeah, or anybody else or, me or anybody yeah. else that we've had on the podcast before that we you know recommend reading their books like you're going to be different in how you execute these spreads and that's okay I think the other the last thing I wanted to bring up was that we're going to have a, a dump of um 
source resources, episodes in the past that you can look up, books and decks that you can use for your own spread creation. So please go and look at this updated list. There's going to be a lot of good stuff in here for you. So Mm -hmm. again, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking this journey. And Hillary has homework. Hallmark, Hallmark. Um, So talking about spreads, think about the spreads that you use in your practice, whether you're reading for yourself or reading for others or just reading for your friends. Think about the spreads that you use and maybe some of the main ones that you may want to memorize naturally from the usage of them. If you use them a lot, you are probably going to end up memorizing the positional meanings that just comes with time and practice. But like, think about maybe your your top one spread and why you use it or your top two or your top three and, um, and get back to us and let us know. Thank you so much for joining us uh, at Cardslingers Coast to Coast. You can check out more episodes at cardslingerscc.podbeam.com. And please send us your questions at cardslingerscc at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.